Well, good morning, East Tennessee. Man, I hope you got your your welly boots and umbrella out today. It's going to be a little bit of a nasty wet one. Welcome to 2024. This is our first live broad- broadcast of the year. I hope you've had an absolutely amazing holiday season. I hope that you've been able to share with family and friends and really embrace, well, some peace and joy and just a little bit of relaxation through the time. My name is Scott Brokamp. I am founder and co-owner of His Security and Technology. And uh, man, it is good to be back in studio this morning, even driving driving through the rain. It was just just pleasant to think, man, we get to be back on the air today. So I, I hope that you have been looking forward to what this year brings as well. I know that I am, and I'm happy to bring it in with you as you're listening this morning. We do have an amazing show for you today. And, uh, <clears throat> well, as always, here in East Tennessee, we're never at a lack of things to do around town. Downtown Knoxville is still decked out for the holidays. This is the last weekend for the Elf on the Shelf scavenger hunt and the Peppermint Trail. Our number five ranked Tennessee Vols start SEC play tonight against Ole Miss at the Food City Center. Tip-off is set for six on the SEC Network, and you can listen to the game on our sister station, WIVK, the flagship station of the Vol Network. For more information of other things happening around town, go to visitknoxville.com. That's visitknoxville.com. Well, with the New Year's, many things come about. Usually it's New Year's resolutions. Are you a resolution person? Did you make any? Are you going to make any? It seems like people either believe in them or they don't. Well, a recent poll conducted by Forbes Health reveals the most popular New Year's resolution among Americans for 2024. Want to guess what they are? I'll tell you in a minute. But first, that article was published in December goes on to say most resolutions are broken by spring and only 6% actually stick it out for the entire year. 8% make it through January before quitting and 22% survive February. Another 22% get through March and only to stop in April. And then after April, things really start to nosedive. Yeah. I mean, let's face it. The weather changes. I can kind of get it. I know some people who are so worn out by New Year's resolutions that they stopped making them years ago. Just abandoned the whole process because, well, they knew they would fail again. My guest today promises to share some insight on how to create lasting change in your life. So if you've made a resolution, stick around for advice on how to make it work. Now back to that list of most popular resolutions According to this Forbes Health Survey, the number one resolution is to improve fitness. 48% of the respondents listed this. Number two is improved finances, showing up on a 38% of the surveys. And rounding out the top five are improved mental health, lose weight, and improved diet. Well, it just so happens that my guests today are experts in fitness and in finance. So we're going to talk about how to find success in the two most popular New Year's resolutions for 2024. My first guest this morning is, uh, well, he's he's really, I would call him a friend. Uh, a friend, a mentor, and a slave driver. Let's just call him that. He is owner and lead coach of CrossFit 865 in Lenore City. 
Uh, I pay him to kick my butt into shape, and, uh, well, he's doing it. He's doing it well. Welcome to the show, Jesse. Hey, thanks, Scott. Thanks uh, for having me. You know, it is. It's funny. I, I pay you money to kick my butt every day. You do. Thank you. I appreciate Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Thank you. Jesse, uh, you shared with me before we went on air that today, to the day, is your 10-year anniversary of CrossFit 85. Yes, sir. Today, we uh, t- 10 years ago today, we uh, we officially opened. It's kind of uh, kind of unbelievable. Man, that's awesome. So tell, tell our listeners a little bit, uh, obviously, who you are and how CrossFit 865 came about. Uh, and, and what is your main goal with CrossFit 865? Okay, so, so CrossFit 865 was, uh, was a dream uh, going back, obviously, a little bit more than 10 years ago. It started with, uh, with a few partners of mine. And uh, we, we wanted to open up a CrossFit gym. I had done CrossFit personally for several years. I believed in it because I needed I needed something to get in shape for the work that I did before I was in the fitness mm-hmm. industry, doing some uh, some work overseas. So, so CrossFit was effective for me. And it's something that I wanted to be able to provide for other people, not for the sake of um, sport necessarily or competition, but for the sake of just everyday life for longevity and quality of life. Yeah, um, I, I will tell you, I'm I, I, I'm not alone in this. When my wife, who knew you previously, when she said, "Hey, happy birthday!" I I got you a month membership over here at the CrossFit. I was uh, I was a little concerned, especially at my age, being fifty two. I was overweight, and you know, I used to work out a lot, but. I was, uh, I would just tell you, man, I was worried. I'm like, my body, is it going to be able to handle this? And, you know, I, of course I, I came and I met with you and we talked and, and, you know, one thing about me, I'm, I'm always willing to take on a challenge. Uh, but man, at, after coming to my first class, I was able to see that, you know what? I, I'm not. It's not like I'm the oldest guy in here, sure. you know, and, and that no matter what, everybody was so kind and welcoming that I'm like, okay, I'm coming back, you know, and no matter what, I, I just, I just told myself, I'm going to keep coming back, right? you know, and, and what I've learned in, in the short time that I have been uh, at, at your gym at CrossFit 865 is that you guys do things a little differently. Um, I, I, being at my age, I enjoy the fact that we spend 20 minutes basically stretching and getting our body ready. And I think that's important. Sure. You know? Um, so, anyway, uh, I, I just, I think it's important for people to know because I think there is some some misconceptions about CrossFit. Sure. Absolutely. Um, so, just tell our listeners, what what what's your mindset on how you approach each individual client, even though it's in a group setting. Yeah, absolutely. Well, going back to what you said about when when Cassie gave you your your birthday present and you saw CrossFit on there, I know, and it's the number one obstacle I have to overcome as a business owner is that name CrossFit can be very intimidating, and mm-hmm. I get it that that word carries a lot with it, both good and unfortunately a lot of negative. But understanding that all CrossFit gyms are a little bit different, as as you mentioned. And for me, when, when I started this 10 years ago, 
one of my primary aims was the longevity, not just of a business, but for each of my members Mm -hmm. and how long they could stay with me. Looking back over the past 10 years, one of the things that I pride myself on the most is that I still have a lot of members that are with me from the very beginning. Wow! I mean, even literally 10 years ago today, I have several members that are still on the roster. And then I've got members that have been, that joined with me three months after we opened, four months after we opened. And the majority of my member base have been with me five, six, seven, eight years. Mm -hmm. And so you can't, if people are coming in and, and, the negative that people think about CrossFit getting injured all the time, well, then that wouldn't be possible. Then I couldn't say that 10 years out. So my approach is one of longevity. You come in today and work out, I want you to be able to be here 10 years from now and do similar workouts. Yeah. I I love that the fact that you, your mentality and you guys really look at, look at your client and look at the ability of your client and they're like, hey man, you you don't have to be the 25-year-old guy competing in the CrossFit Games. Absolutely. You do you, and let's keep you mobile, and let's help you build health into your body. Absolutely. Because so, fitness is normally on the top of the list, again, as it was this year. Why is it? Why do people fail in that fitness journey, in your opinion? Yeah, well, I think there's a number of reasons. I think um, one can be just they don't know how to go about it. You know, we all have, you know, this general concept that we need to be in shape, that we need to be healthy, but don't necessarily know what that looks Mm. like. And for most of us, we don't know how to accomplish it. And then we, you know, we go to a gym, sign up for, uh, for your average gym membership that usually, this isn't a knock on any particular gym, but usually lacks accountability. Mm. You sign a contract and then after that, there's nobody that's holding you accountable as to whether or not you're going to use that gym membership. And then uh, if you are using it, a lot of people, they don't know how. So you see a lot of gyms that are full. I know I used to work in a different, more traditional gym setting. And January was wild. It was crazy. And then February, a little bit less. And then by March, they were all gone. That's because people don't know uh, what they're doing. And that's understandable, you know, uh, that that people just don't know what they should be going when they go Mm -hmm. to the gym. So before long, they uh, get a little frustrated with it and then then stop going because they're not getting results. Yeah. Well, and, and man, you're right. You know, I mean, obviously my, my wife works, uh, at, at a gym part time and you know, one of the things that, that we know about gyms is that you go and you get your membership, but there's nobody there to guide you. There's nobody to help you make a roadmap, make a plan. Gyms are really made for people who are self-motivated or people who already know what to do. And, and that's why, you know, we hear a lot of talk about, Hey, if you're going to start this journey, get a buddy, get somebody to go with you for accountability. Um, you know, the gyms have programs available. It, it, if you want to pay extra, right, you can get personal training. You can, you can pay for these extras and these add-ons, which obviously if you don't know the best thing to do, consult a professional, Sure, right? Go to, whether it's your local gym, go to, uh, go see Jesse, geez, just Come join us out here at CrossFit, man. Uh, and they will help you with that roadmap. Um, one of the things that I really love, obviously, about what we do at, at your gym is obviously you come in, you have a plan. It's a small group setting. So I've got built-in accountability by the people because we're all creatures of habit, right? We find the time that works best for us. Sure. And, and and we build a rapport with other people in our groups that we see and people at the gym we see regularly. Um, and But I don't have to 
what am I going to do today? Uh, you know, right. I, I don't have to do it. I say I show up. Right. Just going to show up and be ready. You know, you, you've already put the plan together. Sure. So I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, again, so accountability, knowing what to do, accountability, that loss of direction. Obviously, that's a big part as to why the gyms clear out in March. Right. Um, so if you're listening and this is your journey that you're embarking upon, and you don't know what to do, consult a professional. You know what? Whatever it is, you're, if you're paying for a new gym membership, pay the extra money to get somebody to guide you through the process. Um, that is, I think, the biggest tip. Right, right. And and going back to what you said a moment ago about having a friend go along with you, I think that's big, too, for a lot of people because just if you've got – somebody that you know, somebody that you're close with that will agree to go with you. There's built in accountability there too. And it makes the overall experience more enjoyable as well. Mm. And ultimately we're going to do things that, that make us feel good. And when I say feel good, I'm not necessarily talking about the workout itself because let's be honest, the, the <laughs> workouts themselves, the physical exertion doesn't necessarily feel good at the moment. But the overall experience of going to the gym from beginning to end should feel like a good experience. And the reality is, is we don't do things routinely, regularly, unless we have to, unless they make us feel good. So, and you talk about rapport at the gym. I think that's a large part of the reason why I'm still open 10, 10 years later is because of that rapport Mm -hmm. that my members have, the rapport that I have with my members, because the net feeling when people leave there is a good feeling. Even right. if they didn't feel great 10 minutes prior to leaving in the middle of the workout, the net result is them feeling good there. And that's what keeps people coming back. So a friend going to the gym with you will help with that overall experience as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and you're right. It, man, it don't, it doesn't normally feel good in the moment, but it, it just brings me back to a sign that I saw at a, uh, a, a local restaurant and it said, I regret this workout, said no one ever, right? Right. right. Uh, you may be a little sore. You may be whatever, but, man, I don't ever regret a workout. Right. I don't. And that's where, again, that, that accountability is so important. Um, so let's setting goals, establishing good habits. What are So what are some of the primary things that we need to be aware of? What should we do when we start looking at setting these goals and creating these habits? What are some good suggestions? I would say, what, first of all, I would say start with knowing yourself and mm-hmm. what type of person you are. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to simplify things here but, and break it up into two different types of people. Some people are kind of all or nothing people Mm -hmm. kind of extreme i put myself in that category yeah me too and some people aren't there a little bit at a time and you could probably look to other areas of your life and kind of self-diagnose which type of person are you and i see this every day with my members because all of my members fall in one or two of those categories Mm. so if you're the extreme person all or nothing then you're going to want to look at it you're going to think about a gym membership you're going to think about diet completely changing your diet and then recover we could get to that later that you're going to want to start and attack all of that because that's the type of person that you are for some that's overwhelming that's too much it could be a simple change in uh, cutting out something from your diet 
soft drinks. Mm. You know, if nothing else changes, not that exercise isn't important, obviously, but if nothing else changed, but you started there with that one thing and you drink five or six Cokes a day, then that's tremendous. Mm. Now, obviously after that, there's more you need to do, but if it helps to just start with that to make a simple change, if not changing your diet at all to begin with, but starting with a gym membership, getting into that first Mm -hmm. and then making the next change. So I would encourage people, you don't, there's, there's not one box, not one way that everybody is kind of know yourself and then how you want to approach it or, or what's more likely to lead to you continuing these decisions you're making six months from now Mm -hmm. and a year from now, as opposed to trying to force people into a situation that doesn't fit, fit their personality. Yeah, and I think that's so important. And kind of, you know, I mentioned about making realistic goals. Uh, you know, I, I'll speak of my journey when I came to your gym. Um, you know, I was a person that I used to regularly work out. I used to be in great shape. In fact, you know, at 45, I was in the best shape of my life. Um, but when I went into this journey in this this area in this phase of my life with fitness i went into it with a different approach and a different mindset because i am i'm an all or nothing guy yeah right i'm gonna go in and okay my goal i want to lose weight i want to i want to do all these things and i had to really have a lot of self-talk in this conversation and in this process to let myself say hey you know what my my goal is i'm gonna give it a year yeah i'm i'm gonna dedicate myself a year and I started by getting back in, right, uh, coming regularly. I mean, I'm there Monday through Friday, 6.30 in the morning, unless, you know, or something comes up. But I'm, I'm regular. I'm consistent. I started there. And then after several months of consistency there, then I started working on my diet a little sure. bit. And so now I'm, you know, I'm progressing along because I'm, I'm looking at my, my calendar and I'm like, okay, my year's coming, but I'm seeing change. Right. I'm seeing my body change, but most importantly, I'm feeling it. Yep. That's most important. Yeah. I'm feeling my body change, yep. you know, uh, as we were kind of talking during break over, over, uh, vacation, I was playing some golf with my dad and my mobility and my recovery from going out and playing golf. I don't get to play golf all the time. Right. Uh, last time I played golf was probably back in June. And and so to go in December to pick up a set of clubs to go play golf, that's, that's physically right. draining on my body. And I was so, for me, I was, it was kind of eye-opening to help me to realize that that consistency, just stay in there, yeah. right? Have realistic goals about yourself. You're going to hear crazy things and crazy diets and crazy fads and, oh, 30 days, 90 days, and all this crazy nonsense. The problem is it's not sustainable. And so which what I love about you guys is because it's a realistic outlook. It's a realistic approach to health and fitness. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, you, you understand... In my opinion, you understand the maturity level of your client. Mm-hmm. There are several people who are my age range. Obviously, there's a lot of younger folks. Sure. But being able to meet people where they are and help them and motivate them to progress on their own at their own level, I mean, that's really what we all want, right? I mean, yeah, we want the result, but 
you're, you're never going to get the result without the work. Right, right. And, and you guys, um, to me, that's what I love about you guys. We, While I was on vacation, I visited a, another CrossFit gym. And I think you and Ben both told me, said, you know, just just keep an open mind. Know that we're all different. Right, right, yep. And and I had a good experience. It wasn't a bad experience, but it was a bigger gym, and there was um, <clears throat> a lot more younger people. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did some different things, yeah. and unfortunately, the day we got there, it was an open gym type of day. Uh, but still, just the the atmosphere, the camaraderie was still there. It was really neat, um, but it gave me the ability to see really, you know sky's the limit right yeah. it just it's going to come down to my consistency sure. absolutely yeah that's it my consistency i got back to to my home gym yesterday mm-hmm. morning and i i really i wanted to load the weight on that bar because i've been away but i know better yeah right yeah and and so let you don't have to do a lot of weight so anyway <clears throat> we're gonna we're gonna take a short break we'll talk more about some of this stuff when i come back but uh just know if you're if your goal, if your journey, if your resolution this year is fitness, baby step it. Just stay consistent. Number one thing, stay consistent. Have a plan. Look, if you got questions, comments for us, give us a call. Shoot us a text, 865-656-8255. We will be right back here on Around the House on News Talk 987 WOKI. We are back speaking with uh, Jesse Simonian from CrossFit 865. Uh, if you want to get in touch with Jesse and come hang out with us, join us. You can find him online at CrossFit865.com. That's CrossFit865.com. Or you can give Jesse a call at 865-789-0548. Um, I, you know, personally, I'm just going to tell you my own personal experience this is it's it's i love it i love it i was on vacation for two weeks and because of my consistency i found ways to continue to work out awesome. uh, one of the cool things that you do is we have that you have the app that you use for communications but you send that workout every day and while i was on vacation i was able to go to the fitness center at the at the hotel that we were staying at yep and I was able to do the workout That's great. every day. So uh, it's pretty amazing. Anyway, so when we talk about fitness, we talk about journeys, consistency, accountability, having realistic goals, setting good goals for yourself, making those connections with others around you who are, who are on that same journey. So let's dive in and, and let's dissect this a little bit more um, because – you know, I'm I'm assuming different ages, different groups, going to be different things. So, what do we need to look at? Exercise, diet, uh, and, and recovery. Well, what are some things that we really? How can we break this down to set up a, a good plan for success? Yeah, I think you know, when it comes to age, unless there's some sport specific or event specific related goal in mind, then it's largely the same between three, five, six times a week, having a mixture of both cardio and strength training. Now that's very broad. There's 
a number of different ways to uh, to approach that. But we want something that is going to be good for our endurance. That's going to get our heart rate up there. And we want that regularly. And then we want, and a lot of people don't think it, but but equally as important, in some cases more important, is strength training, mm-hmm. resistance training. And so a combination of those two categories, at least three times a week, up to five, six times a week. So you've got the exercise portion of it. Diet, of course, mm-hmm. uh, we know we hear about diet. There's a lot of know-how involved when it comes to diet as well. But the quick version of it is we always hear about calorie control, right? Yeah. Well, we've got calorie control when it comes to diet and then it comes to calorie expenditure, how many calories we're burning mm-hmm. when it comes to exercise that we talked about. And so like exercise, there's a lot we could talk for hours and hours about diet, but, but the, the quickest version, the one we think about when it comes to calories is, is having the appropriate amount of calories for our goals each day. Mm-hmm. Um, and for most of us, that's going to be weight loss. So we want to be in a deficit. We yeah. want to be consuming less calories then we uh, or we then we burn and then for some people if you want to put on weight then it's the opposite we'd want to consume more calories than we take it now there's all sorts of different things you could get into about the macronutrients and everything that's a whole nother area that we don't have time to get into today <laughs> but just to broadly cover we've got exercise working out three to five times a week combination of cardio and strength training diet focused on macronutrients and calories depending on what our goals are and then the third area that is often neglected we always hear diet exercise diet exercise diet exercise Mm. and those are huge but the recovery and namely our sleep is very important also and i know a lot of people listening right now probably you get the sleep that you can we all have problems sleeping i know it i hear it every day from people i talk to and i'm in the same boat but if we can get eight, at least eight hours of sleep a night of good quality sleep. The, um, the, the amount that our sleep or lack of sleep affects us, not just in the obvious way in terms of how we feel, but our body weight Mm. and how we perform is just, is incredible. It is. So what I'm hearing you say, Jesse, is I need to figure out just how to sleep more. Sleep more. Yes. I like that idea. I think we all do. I could say, I've, I've got, I know people, members, non-members that kind of have it down when it comes to exercise, kind of have it down when it comes to nutrition. I know very few Mm. people that would say they have it down when it comes to the sleep. Very few people. And I'm not saying they don't exist. Sure they do, but just. I just personally don't know if too many, and that's not a knock on it. It's just the reality. It's our lives. It's with kids. It's with sports, and it's 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 tough. Yeah, it I, I mean it really is. I mean we're we're in a fast paced world. Yep. Uh, honestly, that's one of the appeals for for me with CrossFit. Right, is uh, being in a fast paced world. Yep. I can I can walk in the door and walk out and and i've had an amazing workout and it's been an hour yeah yeah you know uh i've got my stretching and my warm-up i've got my workout and uh, i partake in a little uh post-workout stretching and you know i know folks that are in and out of there 40 minutes right right. um so because we are life is crazy sure and and back in the day uh when before I had my my little my little one eight years ago, um, 
I was doing a mass building program. I was trying to put on some muscle mm-hmm. mass. And so my calorie consumption was through the roof right. because, you know, you got to eat to fuel that. Yep. And, um, you know, we had a baby and guess what? I kept consuming those kept consuming, calories yeah. and I quit going to the gym for two hours, sure. you know, because literally I was spending by the time I got there and did everything I wanted to do. I was there an hour and a half, almost two hours. Right. Um, I don't got time for that. Right. I don't have time for that. So that's one, that's a great appeal for me. Uh, obviously with CrossFit as well, because man, I'm getting a full body workout. I'm getting in my cardio. I'm getting everything I need. And I'm just going to tell you, I can, I can be in and out in an hour. I feel great. And, and it inspires me to want to work on the rest, my nutrition. I've, I've always heard the, the, the theory, you know, it's calories in calories out. Right. Yeah. Right. There's there's some truth to that, obviously. Absolutely. Um, But uh, let's face it, it all you you can't you can't outwork a bad diet. Right. Right. You just can't outwork a bad diet. Right. You can sustain Mm -hmm. a bad diet, maybe, maybe. But as I approach my fitness journey, I'm looking at my overall health. Right. And so and again, I, I think that's one of the things I want people to kind of look at and to be more aware of is is overall health right because the physical uh, being of of working out the physicality what that does to my body and my mobility and then it inspires me to want to work more on my diet and all of these things mentally my mental well-being yeah. is just it, it, it it's 10 times better than what it was right good awesome you know because i feel i feel good about myself because i know that i'm taking care of myself right. um you know a lot of times we don't talk a lot about it but you know mental well-being okay. mental health is a huge huge issue in, in our country and sure. a lot of it is because we know what to do and we like me and like you with kids and and spouses and jobs and businesses where do you fit it in right right how do i you know and so just knowing that i I can scratch that little surface area off to know that i'm doing something good for me because at the end of the day my goal is look i had kids late in life so the reality of it is I'm going to have to keep myself healthy to be around as long as I can for my kids. Right. You know, and ultimately to me, that's what it comes down to. Um, as much as, uh, I I know there are people listening who again, have busy lives like I do. And, And somebody said to me one time, I know because my biggest issue when we had our youngest one was I, I felt horrible going to the gym in the morning and leaving my wife to tend to the kids and take care of everything. I, it just, it, it mentally killed me. Yeah. And somebody told me once, they said, you know what? Your family is going to appreciate Absolutely. the hour that you took to keep yourself healthy for them more than they're going to miss the hour you took. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so it, it's something to think about. It's something to think about. If you're, if you're looking at your journey for this year, you want a place to check out? Check us out, CrossFit eight six five. Jesse and and Ben is they do an amazing job 
again, as I've mentioned many a times, they, they, they help you from where you're at, uh, and help you with, with setting some of those goals and getting, getting some of that consistency down in your life. Check them out online, CrossFit 865. That's CrossFit865.com, where you can give Jesse a call, 865-789-0548. If you've got questions, comments for us, give us a call, shoot us a text, 865-656-8255. That's 865-656-8255. We'll be right back and wrap up with Jesse from CrossFit 865 right after this short break here on Around the House with Scott Brokamp on News Talk 98.7 WOKI. My health, my fitness, mm-hmm. and my mental well-being. Um, I just, I thank you. I thank you for what you guys do and, and how you do it because I think that's just extraordinarily important. Um, speaking of how you do it. My wife, being a fitness professional herself for um, gazillions of years, she's not that old. I was about to say, dang, Scott. Man. Hey, now, honey, if you're listening, I love you. I hope she's not. I already know I'm older. (laughs) It's okay. Uh, But her wealth of experience is, is greatly appreciated in my life. But one of the things that I know, because she has told me many a times, right, is form. Mm hmm. Form, form, form. Uh, one of the things, again, another one of the multiple things that I like about CrossFit A65 is that you or uh, Ben or, you know, any of the trainers come around as we're in the middle of those exercises and say, hey, no, 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 you need to, you know, get on your heels or move this or move that to help to keep that form in place. How, I mean, how obviously how important is it but what's some of the best ways to get people to remember to think about that form or that exercise well you know i think as far as getting people to remember it i think you know being taught proper form to begin with is is really important really just for the sake that we don't get injured you know our bodies are really resilient and nobody does anything perfectly nobody and so anybody the the best person that take any particular exercise can still be critiqued, can still have things that they could clean up. So they could always, anybody could be coached in that regard. But beyond that, for, for all of us, we, we want to be able to keep doing these things. Mm -hmm. And if we don't do them correctly or then, then there's the potential to hurt ourselves. And then we take a bunch of steps backwards and all these things we've been talking about now, we're not able to do. So form is very important. And really when it comes to form and knowing how to do it is one thing, but we can't see ourselves when we work out. So that's a big thing. So having another set of eyes Mm. that can see what we're doing goes a long way to, uh, to help with that. And we want the workout to be effective too. even just aside from, from it being safe, we want it to be effective and knowing uh, the proper form will, will help with that as well. So, what would you say is the number one reason people end up with bad form? Uh, well, yeah, either probably first and foremost, just not knowing. Um, okay. But then secondly, you would probably just be from going too quickly, you know, just kind of yeah. not thinking about it. You know, you're moving through something quickly. And before you know it, your your body looked like that, like, like a for reps one through five and then looked like Z mm-hmm. reps six through 
10, just, you know, as then, and as we start to fatigue and as our muscles start to wear down, that will tend to happen, you right. know, but that's yeah. where somebody coaching and cueing helps. Sure. So. Well, and you know, I, I threw that in there cause I know one of the things that used to plague me, um, was overdoing it, right? Sure. I, too sure. much weight, too much weight, yeah. just by using too much weight yeah. and, um, you know, luckily my wife was able to help me to understand some of the, uh, some of the, the technical side of that right. is that, you know, basically if I'm using too much weight and I've messed up my form, I'm kind of counteracting or contradicting right. what I'm trying to do sure, anyways, sure. you know? So, uh, having that, those eyes in, in that professional expertise to help you through mm-hmm. is so vital and so important. So, um, Jesse, in the few moments that we've got left, Tell me and tell our listeners what is what are a few main things that you would like to leave with them to help them to achieve their goals fitness wise and and I just tell our listeners why why should we come see you? I would say the biggest thing we mentioned this earlier, but the biggest thing would be find somebody that will help hold you accountable, whether that's a professional, whether that's somebody like myself, whether it's a personal trainer. Or if it's a friend, if it's a spouse, somebody that will hold you accountable. Because if you're listening right now and you know this is something you need to do and you haven't done it by this point, then in all likelihood you need that. And that's okay. We all need that. Mm-hmm. I need that as well. So find somebody that will hold you accountable that when you start down this journey and you've been at the gym three or four times and then you miss a day or two that they're going to say something to you that they're going to hold you accountable. And then going back to what I said earlier, maybe, maybe the best situation would be for that person that it, that would go to the gym with you. Mm-hmm. I think, I think that would be huge. Yes. I would love for you to come out and see us at CrossFit 865, but the reality is to talking to a radio audience and a lot of you guys practically may not be able to come out and see me. If you can, I will say, I will give you that accountability. Uh, I, anybody that's ever come in my gym, I could tell you about our first conversation that we've had and going over the goals with them and getting to know them. I know all of my members very well. And the big part, Part of my job is providing that accountability, but I know a lot of you guys listening right now, you may not be able to for a number of reasons, maybe distance, financial, whatever it may be. So I would encourage you to find somebody that would help hold you accountable. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's it. I mean, that's it in a nutshell. That's, that's the, to me is the number one key is that accountability. So Jesse, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Uh, but before you go, I got to ask, are your Christmas decorations down? Some of them are the outside decorations are down, but the inside are not, they are still all up. Well, you know, one of the things that I started on this show, uh, when I took over and I guess April of last year, uh, it was, we started a thing called the topic of the day and the topic of today is epiphany. So, uh, do you still have Christmas trees up? I do. I've been out of town. That's my excuse, but we've the decorations by the end of the day, they'll be down. Apparently if you still have your tree up today, it's okay, but you better have it down by the end of the day. That's because tomorrow is Epiphany, a church tradition that goes back to the 4th century. It's the day the Magi, or wise men, came to visit the Christ child. 
You know the song, The 12 Days of Christmas? Well, tonight is the 12th night of that celebration, the night before Epiphany. And tradition has it that all the garland and wreaths and decorations must come down on Epiphany Eve. If you leave them up after tonight, it brings bad luck. Uh-oh. Ooh, I don't want any of that. Uh, I, all right, honey, decorations down today. Well, I, have you heard of this? When do you take your decorations down? Give us a call. Shoot us a text. Let us know. 865-8255. Or, I'm sorry, 865-656-8255. That's 865-656-8255. I'll, uh, I, I know what I'll be doing this afternoon. I mean, we're we're close. And because we were out of town for most of the holidays, I didn't go all out with my uh, outdoor decorations. So uh, that'll be easy and uh, my wife started working yesterday on around the house decorations. We've already got a plan for the tree. So, um, I wonder, I wonder how this affects people like me who just put the tree in the bag and put it in downstairs. Do I have to take it all the way apart? Oh, I'm wondering. Um, uh, hmm. well, research. you know what? I'm going to have to check that out and find out for sure. But, Hey, you know what? I know some people, they keep Christmas trees up and decorations up all year round. I I mean, it's kind of neat. It's kind of cool. I was in a customer's house not long ago that had two Christmas trees, had a little corner of the house, and it was Christmas all year round. So, uh, I mean, I like Christmas, but what I like most about Christmas is is our family goes and visits grandpa in florida mm-hmm. <laughs> that's my favorite part <laughs> any rate hey i hope that you have enjoyed our first hour uh with jesse simonian of crossfit 865 if fitness is on your journey list or on your goal list and you don't have a plan yet hey give them a give them a call find somebody that can help you help guide you on that path help lead you in the right direction help hold you accountable you can find jesse at 865-789-0548 or find him online at crossfit865.com that's crossfit865.com while you're on there you can take a look at the schedule uh, of available or what class what time the classes are and maybe you're like me and you need that first thing in the morning to get it in and get it over with and move on with your day. Or maybe you're an afternoon, afternoon, evening type of person. You've, you've got classes that meet them all. So when we come back, we're going to talk finances after the top of the hour. We'll be back on Around the House News Talk 97 WOKI. Well, good morning and welcome back to Around the House. If you were listening in the first hour, you heard from my buddy Jesse Simonian from CrossFit 865. He is, uh, well, you know what? As one of the one of the trainers over there likes to say, helping me change my life 1% a day. Just one bit every day. <clears throat> so, anyway, thank you for joining us. Uh, I, I hope that well, hopefully we're we're going to help you with the two most popular topics for New Year's resolutions, which are fitness and money. And um, well, <clears throat> if you were listening about our topic of the day, epiphany, um, if you don't have those Christmas decorations down, according to old lore, it's bad luck. So. Uh, <clears throat> 
hopefully you're close like I am, and I'm going to scamper on home and make sure we get that taken care of today. Uh, I was just, I'd never heard about Epiphany before. I never had. That's weird. <clears throat> anyway, I love learning something new every day. That's the best. All right. Well, I am Scott Brokamp, founder and co-owner of His Security and Technology. Um, the weather for today, well, just don't look outside. It's raining. It's icky. It's yucky. But hey, guess what? I know some of you are going to disagree with me, but it's only rain. Thank goodness it's not snow. Again, I know a lot of people disagree with that. But anyway, if you're still in the Christmas spirit, guess what? You're in luck because downtown Knoxville is still decked out for the holidays. I hope they get it down today so they don't have bad luck. This is the last weekend for the Elf on the Shelf scavenger hunt and the Peppermint Trail. Number five ranked Vols take on Ole Miss at this Food City Center tonight. Tip-off is set for 6 p.m. on the SEC Network. And you can listen to the game on our sister station, WIVK, the flagship station of the Vol Network. For a list of events of what's going on around town today, this weekend, and, well, always, check out our friends at visitnoxville.com. That's visitnoxville.com. They will help you find something interesting to do in our beautiful backyard. Well, again, I want to thank Jesse Simonian, my personal trainer at CrossFit 865 in Lenore City, for joining me in the first hour. We were talking about the two most popular New Year's resolutions for 2024, better fitness and better finances. A recent poll conducted by Forbes Health listed those as the most popular New Year's resolutions among Americans this year. The article that was published by Forbes in December goes on to say that only 6% of people keep those resolutions for the whole year. They typically make it about 90 days. And then, around April, things really start to nosedive. I mean, I think we could probably dissect that a lot. There's probably a lot of reason why, but besides the fact, I know some people who are so worn out by the New Year's resolutions that they stopped making them years ago, just abandoned the whole entire process because they knew they would fall fail and fail again mainly my opinion you need realistic goals well my guest today she's going to share some insight on how to create some lasting change in your life so if you've made resolutions well guess what she's going to help you hopefully she'll give you some good tips to help you figure out how to stay on top of those finances she is a relationship manager at the United Community Bank branch in Lenore City. And I want you to welcome my dear friend, fellow Rotarian, to Around the House, Ms. Megan Belcher. Good morning. Good morning, Megan. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Oh, man. I'm, I'm so happy to be back on the air here in New Year's. Uh, you know, we've had a couple of reruns the past couple of weeks while we were working through the holidays and it's nice just to be back in the studio so I bet. did you have a good holiday i did it was great well <clears throat> i know we we spoke off air a little bit you got some decorations to work on i do i have a lot <laughs> yes no bad luck for me uh, no bad luck no bad luck hey listen you know what <clears throat> no i ain't going there i'll leave it alone <laughs> anyway so 
again, as we talked earlier, the most popular New Year's resolutions are fitness and finance. And, uh, well, Jesse was here to help us with fitness, and you're going to help help us with some finance. So what do you think? 2024, my resolution is to get my finances in order. It's a great resolution. Yep. What um, does that mean? So it, it just depends on what your goals are. Um, so banking is, it's interesting times right now. Rates are higher than we are used to. Um, mm. Tougher to buy a home. Um so it, it just means that you've got to have a plan in place if those are your goals in 2024. And um, hopefully we can can create a plan for you this morning. Always need to have a plan. Um, I, people tell me that my entire life because I'm a fly by the seat of my pants type of guy. Uh, I don't really like plans, but there are a few plans that I have. And, and one of those is planning for my future. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily, I've got some some people that are way smarter than me that uh, help me figure out some things to do to hopefully plan for the future. Um, so we talk about interest rates. And, of course, the, the real estate world, it's all we've heard about recently is interest mm-hmm. rates, interest rates. They are on the way back down. They are. Um, but... You know, you figure with the increase in home prices and then the uptick in interest rates, it scared a lot of people. Yes, definitely. But at the end of the day, I think what we know is, is even though it may be a little scarier, it may not be where it was 10 months ago, mm-hmm. you still don't want to pass up that opportunity. Yeah, exactly. Well, and realistically, rates are probably not going to be anywhere near what we saw three to four years ago anytime soon. Those were historically low rates. Um, you know, when we were coming through COVID and we had, we had all that surplus of, um, of money kind of floating around, um, that kind of altered, altered things temporarily. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm I'm happy to say I was able to take advantage of that. Me too. Me too. <laughs> Definitely, it was a blessing. Yes. Well, it, but that's the thing with rates, right? The, the rates fluctuate. They always have. They always will. They're going to go up. They're going to go down. Um, and and you know, real estate professionals and mortgage professionals, they always tell you, you know, that uh, marry marry the house, don't marry the rate. You know, because it's it changes. You can refinance exactly. when things change, et cetera, et cetera. And yes, it, it, it changes things on your budget. But if you have a plan, you can work through that. Yes. So those are things that, well, we're going to talk about the rest of this hour. And Megan's going to help give us some ideas on what are some good things to make sure are part of that plan mm-hmm. and uh, some tools to be able to keep check on your plan. And hopefully we'll help you kick off 2024 with a healthy lifestyle and a healthy finance plan that's our goal so we're going to take a short break we'll be right back here on around the house with scott brokamp on news talk 98.7 woki welcome back to around the house i am scott brokamp and i am sitting here with well megan megan belcher is definitely I would say a dear friend of mine, uh, we have, holy moly, through networking and different mm-hmm. other groups and things, uh, 
course, fellow Rotarian, uh, past president of our club. So such a distinguished honor. Oh, yes. But many of you may know Megan because she is a relationship manager at United Community Bank. Mm -hmm. What is a relationship manager? Because I heard you explain your job one time and I'm like, where do I apply? It's so I love my job. It's it's amazing. Um, I think on paper I'm basically a loan officer, um, but I try to take it a step further and be. I want to be the face of the bank. Um, I want to be the person that if you have a need, even if it's hey, I didn't get my statement in the mail, I want you to call me and say, hey, can you send me that and I'll send it to you. Mm. Um, I I do a lot of handshaking, kissing babies. I get to go to a lot of great events in the community. Um, Our bank is very involved in the community. We do a lot of volunteer efforts. um, And I I love, love, love to do that. Um, But basically, I'm kind of a Jane of all trades. And so I I just want to be the contact person for our clients um so they have a face they have a name Mm. and they feel closer to their money Mm. and it's not a source of stress well i will just tell you that is important you know um i mean let's face it money is is one of the most important things that we have to to manage Mm -hmm. um that obviously you've got to have money to survive and to, to get your basic needs but Knowing that you have somebody that you can call when you need to is very important. So, uh, and you're, you've, you've just, you've always done so much, so many great things for our communities and, um, just, you're just always a joy to be around. So thanks for being here with us this morning. So budget, it's always, you know, I I think finances always start somehow along the line with budget Mm -hmm. and it's kind of like, Weight loss, right? You 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 gotta you gotta have it coming in and have it going out. You, yeah. it, it, there's got to be the balance. You got to know what you're working with. So, if if our listeners are dealing with finances this year, that's their big their big goal. Mm-hmm. What are some great things that we can do to create that budget and maintain that budget? Yeah. So so I was thinking about budgeting this morning, and it's like you're building a house or you're building your life. Your budget is your foundation. So in order to, you've got to have a plan for where you want to go. Your budget is how you're going to get there. So it's, it is not always easy. And sometimes it means taking a really hard look at yourself in the mirror and saying, my gosh, I stopped at Starbucks four times this week. That was $40 that I could have spent on something else. Um, I think as as Americans and as consumers, we get so caught up in, in those quick, feel-good moments. You know, you go get your nails done. Scott, you can't really relate to this, I'm guessing. Hey, but, come on you know. now. I like a nice mani-pedi. <laughs> so as a woman, you go get your nails done, and in the moment you think, my gosh, I, I feel so pretty, and, um, you know, and I'm here getting my nails done, and, and you get that that quick payoff, but then you get in the car and you're like, oh, I just spent $50 and now I'm, I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to make my car payment. So um, 
creating a budget, realizing luxury items that can be removed temporarily, mm-hmm. hopefully, um, that's that's really key. What can you cut out to get to the goals that are really important? If it's buying a home, if it's paying off debt, um, you know, those high interest rate loans, credit cards, get out from under those. Um, make this the year that, that you get out from under that debt that's causing you stress. But, you know, it probably is going to mean some sacrifice. Mm. You know, I, I, uh, I, I came from not really having much. Uh, and then I came from putting myself in some horrible situations financially mm-hmm. um, that, you know, I'm not proud of. But I was young and dumb and made a lot of stupid decisions. <laughs> that's right. Uh, and, and I had to rebuild through that. And one of the things that, again, I'm going to kind of put this on my weight loss fitness journey as well, because a lot of the things hold true. One of the things that I did for my finances was I sought help from a counselor. Um, and they said, you have to write down, this is back before the digital age existed. You have to write down every penny that you spend yes every penny right mm-hmm. and just like in my fitness journey i've got to track and log every calorie that i consume right you got because until you can put it out on paper until you can see what you actually are doing you really have no clue you can't build a plan without the information and what i learned from that was when I would sit here and think about my budget and I would think about what's coming in and what's going out, there were a lot of dollars that were not listed and accounted for until I started tracking every single penny of my finances. Well, and I personally, I'm a list maker. And so if I have that list of where I'm spending money, then I can look at it and say, gosh, I really could could mark this one out i can mark that one out so i i personally think it's beneficial to have a tangible list i agree you know write down your calories write down your budget (laughs) and i mean it's as simple as printing your um your statement on whether it's credit card or checking account go through there see where the money is going out um so many online platforms will track that for you and it'll, you know, they'll have the pie chart and you are spending X amount of dollars on groceries. You are spending X amount of dollars on, um, oh, I don't know, insurance. Um, so it's, it's, there are a lot of tools out there mm. that can be helpful. Well, it, you know, in, in, there are, um, I, I, I have made the transition to credit card life, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I used to, I came from credit card life, but unfortunately it was a slave to credit card. Now I'm in control of that. Yes. But, you know, because everything is a reoccurring and, and, and there's so many different things. And it's, and for us, my finances are at least in order enough that I can essentially make all these payments via that credit card. Mm -hmm. But what's really cool is that my credit card company, I can itemize through all that. And it does just that. It gives me the the pie chart or the graph and it it categorizes those items for me. It helps me to bring some awareness and some knowledge as to what and where. Um, The entertainment category is always the one that just I'm like, really? You know, uh, because, you know, 
again, those are the things that we find so expensive, right? right. And, and it's just like it's just like with that diet. There's there's probably an area in your finances, in your financial diet, that you are consuming way more dollars than you probably realize or think, and and that may be the best place to to start with a change. Um, with that, and I guess that's probably my next best question for you is. Where is the best place to start? As far as cutting back or? As far as when you have that budget and, mm-hmm. and maybe I my goal is to have more savings this year or, you know, be able to allocate more money to savings or, or retirement. Where's What's the best way for me to be able to look at this, my budget, and, and start moving from one place to another? Sure. So, okay. Um it kind of depends on on your situation. If you have, let's say you are a credit card user and you have access to a platform that maps it out pretty pretty easily for you, you can probably do it on your own. But if you need help, there are bankers. That's, that's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. So um, I have clients frequently who will come to me and say, hey, the goal is I'm buying a house next year. I want to get set up for that. I need to improve my credit score. I need to get a budget going. I need to pay off some of this debt. And so we will go through and I will help them come up with a plan. Financial advisors will help create a plan. And and so then once you have your plan in place, that's when it's on you and you've got to take action. So those luxury items that are identified, mm-hmm. Starbucks, nail salon, those are that's the low hanging fruit that I can come up with. I'm not trying to pick on Starbucks. I think they're fabulous, but there's a time and place for it. Um, but you have to take action and remove those from your budget so that and you know maybe maybe you create a reward system for yourself and maybe once a week you you stop at Starbucks instead of four times a week. Right. Yeah. Or four times a day. You know, it oh, depends gosh. on who you are, yeah. right? Yep. Uh, well, in, in and those are some of the simple things too, right? I, and I know one of the things that I, I have seen that works well or that is helpful in that is if it's a once a week luxury, mm-hmm. move it to a once a month luxury. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and and again, when you start looking at really where it goes, you're always going to find areas to trim. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you just are. And, you know, but it's a balance. As we spoke a lot with Jesse on the, on the first hour, you know, some of these things are, yes, they're luxuries, but a lot of times they're our escape. They're, our, they're the thing that gets us mentally back in check. Yes. And, and so, you know, I, I'm not the finance guru, but I'm just going to say if, if, if that's one of your items, then you need to leave that item. Because I'm going to tell you, if if you're a train wreck in your mind, you're not sticking to a budget. You're not. Yep. You know, so identify those things. Identify those things that are good for you. The things that you need to keep yourself mentally fit. Because being mentally fit is going to help you work through your financial situations. Absolutely. And, and, and sometimes what that means is leaving something on there that's a luxury but looking somewhere else, um, uh, that was a, 
that's kind of a cliff note version of of a thing that I learned when I went through my financial recovery process many years ago, and that is you have to i you you have to identify what keeps you healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, um, to be, because if you're not in good mind, it's you're never going to manage a budget. Just like when you go to the grocery store hungry, right? Yes, never a good idea. It, it's <laughs> never a good idea. Um, and it seems like I'm all, anyway, it's, I, I'm not going down that rabbit hole. Not, not right now. Uh, but you, you know, again, making that plan is going to require, it's going to require a lot of footwork, you know, and it is. And just like I said, it's going to be, you got to lay it all out. You got to have every bit and piece on the table so that you can figure out how to put that puzzle together to keep yourself healthy and moving forward financially. Um, and so maybe, maybe that's you, maybe this is the year that you're like, you know what? I'm tired. I'm tired and sick and tired of being this way and I'm going to make a change. Well, if that's you, you need to stay tuned because we're going to continue to help you do that. If you've got questions or comments, give us a call. Shoot us a text 865-656-8255. We'll be right back with Megan Belcher from United Community Bank here on Around the House with Scott Brokamp on News Talk 98.7 WOKI. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm so glad to be back in the studio uh, here for our first show of 2024. Uh, Man, if you're listening, if you've got ideas, things you want to hear, things you want to talk about, let us know. You can email us at thehouse at hissecurity.com. That will come right to me and our show coordinator. And man, I, you know, my goal is 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 I want to make this show what what our listeners want to hear. What what do you want us to talk about? Uh, let us know. I'd love to hear from you. Um, so, finances. Uh, I've got Miss Megan Belcher here from United Community Bank, and we were talking. Uh, uh, you know, dissecting, laying it all out, figuring out where every penny goes. Let's create that budget. And one of the things, uh, obviously, in a budget is is well kind of knowing what to do with it but i've always learned and heard about uh, a rainy day or or emergency fund making sure that you have an emergency fund in place mm-hmm. so let's talk about that a little bit what should that emergency fund be and and what's it for and why is it important sure so um there are a couple of different ways to set up a safety net for yourself um ideally let's say you have some surplus income even if it's Five, I, I used to tell people $5 a week will go so far. Mm. It all adds up. Um, and just have it, I mean, if you can have it taken directly from your payroll and you never even see it hit your account, mm. best case scenario. Right. You don't really know to even miss it. That's right. Um, so you want to put that in a savings account, money market. Um, actually, rates, thank goodness, are coming up a little bit in some of those you know, those savings account options. Um, So, so that's good news. Um, So that'll have money readily available when, you know, the HVAC goes out or um, your car breaks down. But another option, um, you can look at setting up a home equity line of credit. Mm -hmm. I know I do a ton of those at the bank. Um, and it's not always for immediate use. Right. Um, it can sit there, not costing you a penny, and and just be there. It's it's tied to your home, um, usually as a second mortgage, basically. But it's a line of credit. 
if you need it. Mm -hmm. um, and the best time to to get a loan like that is when you don't need it. Yes. Because, you know, your your interest rate is probably going to be in in your favor. It's um, that's just usually the best time to set those up. Yeah. Well, and your finances will normally be in your favor, too. You know, exactly. that's. It's the amazing thing. I, I, I mean, of course, things have changed. But years ago, I remember when I was trying to start my credit journey, I didn't have any any credit history, but I had money in the bank. I had money and couldn't get a credit card. Meanwhile, I, everybody I knew didn't have a pot to pee in or a window to throw it out of. Got a credit card from every credit card company under the sun. Yep. Um, so, you, you know, be mindful of what you're doing and how you're doing it. But when we talk about that rainy day fund or emergency fund, uh, I've always been told that you want to look at having a minimum of three months of your monthly expenditure to be able to have for a good emergency fund. Is that yes. still what we look at? I would definitely advise that. That would be ideal. Um I think sometimes when you're starting your journey, that can seem like a daunting yeah. task. Um, so, you know, make those those bite-sized steps. Yeah. Um, and whatever you can afford to set back, that's what you... But yes, ideally three months, that's going to be... Hopefully it will bridge the gap of whatever you may encounter. Right. Well, and, and it's always important to remember that none of this it's not going to happen overnight right, right. this isn't it, it's not a magic lottery ticket yep okay it's going to take work and again i'm related I, as i do with everything back to myself and my journey with fitness and having a realistic goal look i didn't my emergency fund i didn't just take a big pile of money and stick it to the side and said okay now i got an emergency fund it's mm -hmm. not how it worked i i allocate i still do to this day Every single week I have in my bank, it automatically transfers from my checking account into my savings account, a designated amount of money every single week. It's just my check goes in, it comes out, it's done. Yep. And and after time, all of a sudden, guess what? I had my emergency fund. Exactly. But it didn't happen overnight. Right. And the important part is not to get discouraged along yeah. the way. You, you just got to keep working at it. Yep. It's so important to keep working at it. So maybe maybe my scenario is I'm in debt. I've got, mm -hmm. uh, I've, I've done the credit card shuffle and maybe I've got three different credit cards that I'm carrying balances on. <clears throat> and, and this is the year I'm, I'm going to, I'm getting out of debt. I'm going to take care of that or I'm getting a plan. I'm not going to say it's going to happen in a year because let's face it. It, there's a good possibility you're not getting out of debt in a year. Yeah. And that's okay. That's okay. Mm -hmm. Listen, you didn't you didn't get in debt in a day. You're not getting out in debt in a day, right? So if if that's my scenario, what in your opinion, what is my best plan for tackling these multiple sources of uh of debt? And obviously, at different varying interest rates, et cetera, what's normally a good rule of thumb to help start tackling that? So it does kind of depend on the types of debt that you're carrying and um, kind of what your what your goals are. Um, 
let's say you've got three credit cards and you and I were talking off air that, and I think a lot of us have transferred balances to the zero percent and you know, that's glorious, but you have to take advantage of that in the moment. Um, and, and you have to really throw money at that to get it Mm -hmm. paid down. That can work really, really well. Um, that's, that's a great option. Um, another option would be to just do total debt consolidation, um, possibly an unsecured loan. That typically requires a high credit score um, mm-hmm. because as a banker, there's no collateral. So right. there's there's nothing. Um, we, we're going to really look at your credit score pretty heavily. So, um, but if you've got interest rates of 25 to 30%, an unsecured loan at maybe 10 to 12% can be a great option. Um, and also it's, it's going to give you a plan of repayment. So you'll have maybe a 48 month term mm-hmm. principal and interest payments to get that paid back. And you'll know after 48 months, I am done All with right. this. So, um, so that's a really good option to consider as well. Um, I have a lot of clients who come and do home equity lines for debt consolidation. Mm. That that can also be um, a great plan. Basically, the goal needs to be get out from under those high interest rates. Um, so, you know, if you have a if you've gone to a finance company and I that happens, that happens. Yeah. Let's say your credit score's taken a beating and um, and you've had to go to a subprime lender and seek a finance company, um, those interest rates can just be absolutely horrendous. Um, you got to get out from under that. Um, and, and refinancing with an unsecured loan or, or one of these other options can be great to consider. Right. Well, and I know that, you know, a couple of the pitfalls that happens a lot of times, and I've seen it in a experienced some of it my, myself that I made a plan. I consolidated all this debt and I've got it over here and I'm working on that plan. And then the next thing you know, I'm back over here using that stupid credit card again and racking up more debt, you know, so you got to be diligent and that's where having the plan in place uh, is so important. <clears throat> there's uh, obviously, you know, there's many, a uh, uh, you can, talk about a lot of wise tales and stories of things that you can do to try to help yourself the the envelopes of cash the freezing the credit card and Mm -hmm. and you know a lot of things but uh, i realistically it kind of goes back to well one of the things i said in that first segment is that 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 mental health um because any time that we deprive ourselves of something it's it's difficult it's stressful whether it's food, whether it's money, what I don't care what it is, right? It it takes a lot of mental strength mm-hmm. to carry out the plan, right? When we, we've been talking about New Year's resolutions, they don't they don't make it past April. Well, I mean, I think a lot of it. Look, you're coming out of the winter. It's summertime, and and our lives change. We start doing different things. We're able to, you know get back out and and so we spend more time doing different things i think that plays a part of it but we have to keep ourselves mentally strong and mentally healthy a lot of discipline a lot of discipline and and that really 
you have to have a plan to have the discipline. As one of the things that I talk a lot about is if you don't have a plan, that's like getting in your car and saying, I'm going to go to California, but I'm not using a map. I'm just going to drive. And and that's what trying to budget without a plan is. That's, that's a what great analogy. fitness without a plan is. Anything in life without a plan, you have to know where you're going and you have to create a roadmap on how to get there. Otherwise, you're wandering in the wilderness. You're just driving around. So if you're listening this morning, I don't care what your struggle may be. I don't care what your New Year's resolution may be. Make a plan and create a roadmap and make attainable pit stops along the way, right? If I'm driving my car, I'm going to have to stop and get gas. Mm -hmm. So you got to kind of plan for that, especially if you're driving an electric vehicle. You really got to plan for it, right? <laughs> so there you go. Make a plan. Get the roadmap. Figure out your path to get there. Hey, we're going to take a short break, but when we come back, we're going to we're, we're going to talk a little bit about some of the items on that roadmap. So hopefully you're enjoying our show today, but we will be right back with Megan Belcher from United Community Bank here on Around the House with Scott Brokamp on News Talk 98.7 WOKI. Welcome back to Around the House. I hope you've been enjoying the show this morning. We're talking about, well, those New Year's resolutions. Hopefully we can help you get a good plan if either of these fitness or finances are on your roadmap for this year. Or maybe you're just a, I don't do New Year's resolutions. Hey, either way, we still have great information for you. Megan Belcher is here this morning. We're talking about finances and making that roadmap to, well, make sure you can get to your destination. And one of the things that we've been talking about is budgeting and, and how to help work through maybe some debt issues if you're dealing with debt. Uh, but no matter what you're doing, anytime we talk about finances, it seems like anymore the thing synonymous with finances is credit score. Absolutely. I hate credit score. I, I hate it. But anyway, <laughs> that's that's beside the point. Um so it, it seems like everything that we do is based on a credit score nowadays. Yeah, it it is. I can't really think of anything financial uh, that that we're not going to look at your credit score. Um, as as a banker, we want to know what your repayment history is like. So um, there are some some tips and um, tricks to getting the score that that you deserve to have reflected. Um, but it is, I mean, you and I were talking off the air. It's a, it's a little bit of a racket. Um, and you really have to know how to play the game. Hmm. Um, so you can have excellent repayment history, you know, never, never, ever have a delinquent payment. And you're still not going to have that 850 credit score. And you're looking at it going, why in the world would that be the case? So it could be as simple as, let's say you use credit cards every month. You and I both do that. Um, and you're utilizing more than 30% of your available credit. Well, they're going to ding you for that. Let's say you paid off one of your long-term debts. Okay. You're excited about that. You're like, yes, that is finally off the books. They're going to ding you for that. I know. All of a sudden, your credit history isn't as long. So um, I'm not going to say it makes a ton of sense, but 
there are some silly things like that that are going to impact your credit. So um, with with the 30% utilization, sometimes it actually helps to have a second credit card or a third credit card. And you're thinking, well, I could go crazy and go max out all of those cards. Hmm. You would think that would hurt me. but And it would eventually. But um, on the front end, you know, if you've got $30,000 available to you and you were spending 5000 on a $10,000 credit card, well, now you're spending 5000 against 30000 right. that's available. So you look much rosier. Hmm. Um, so just something to think about. Um, and, of course, those on-time payments, um, those are critical. It's it, You do not want to hit the 30-day mark right. where you're being reported to the credit bureaus. Um I can't stress that enough. It's it really does take a while to dig out of those. Mm. Yeah, I, uh, I I knew a guy back in back years ago uh, when I worked. I worked out on the road, but he 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 was like, yeah, he's like, anytime I'm I know that I want to borrow money. Um, six months before that, he tries to get a credit increase on all of his credit cards, mm-hmm. and he'll open a new credit card. Yeah, and then. And in six months, after six months, then he goes and applies for whatever loan he wants. And I'm like, are you kidding me? It's, you know, anyway, I, I don't, to me, financial responsibility means I owe nobody nothing. That's what financial responsibility is to me. Unfortunately, that's not the world that we live in with a credit score. You can have, you can have tons of money in the bank. And if you not borrow money, if you don't have credit cards, if you don't use all of these things that can put you in trouble, then your credit score is probably in the tank. Or um, it just disappears. Or disappears. Yeah. Yeah. It, it'll completely go away. Um, so one thing, establishing credit can be a little bit tricky. When you go to get a loan, mm-hmm. typically um, a bank is going to want to see at least two trade lines. Okay, so what does that mean? Um, we would ideally love to see... A, a credit card. Mm-hmm. Um, you can start out with a secured credit card that may be tied to a savings right. account or a CD. Um, and the same with a loan. Um, and I I have seen secured loans honestly work miracles on credit scores. Um, I remember working with a client years ago and um, she came in and was her credit score had been hit pretty hard. Um, and she diligently came back. I think she ended up doing two secured loans, um, but she ended up with like a 750 credit score, was able to purchase a home. It was just wow. like this amazing story. So, yeah. So uh, I got two questions on credit scores. Number one is what is what's the credit score that we need to be at? I mean, it, it, at some point there's a number that puts you in the – in the in the good place. Yes. So you're going to get the best pricing, um, and I can only I'll just speak for United Community Bank. Um, Seven forty is kind of our ideal. You have really achieved something special. You get all the best pricing. Um, Seven forty is where we love to see our clients. Um, Six forty is typically the minimum. Um, on a lot of our bank products. Now, mortgage is kind of a different animal. There are a right. lot of um, 
a lot of different products available. Um, I think probably into um, the high 500s. Hmm. Um, so a little more flexibility and a few more options there. Yeah. Um, one thing to keep in mind, and I'm, I have a 15-year-old daughter, and so we've started talking about finances, and we were talking last night, um, and I just said, you know, as as you're thinking about your finances, it's they're expensive mistakes. So when your credit score is lower, just know it's expensive. Um, if you make a late payment, not only are you going to have fees, but the next time you go to get a loan, it's going to hit you again because you're going to have a higher rate. So um, just those those mistakes are costly. So with that, I, what at what age does your credit history start? So technically 18. Um, I can tell you um, at 14, I was able to add my daughter to an Amex card um, as an authorized user, and she is establishing credit hmm. based on my husband and I repaying our card. Right. Um, so that has been great for her. Um, it's, I would highly encourage consideration of that, even if you never even hand them the card, hmm. put it in a drawer. Well, that's why I'm asking, yep. you know, one of the things that we've done with our kids and and this was a, a, a suggestion that was made to me, instead of setting up a traditional savings account at the bank with my credit card company, they have their own little savings plan, but it, you know, basically it essentially ties back to a credit card. They have, They've got a card that they can use for their account, but it's a credit card. And and somebody told me that if I do it that way, that that will start to reflect on their credit history. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping it does. Uh, but that's that's a great. I didn't think about that one. And well, so, and so many of them, um, like with her, um, we were able to set limits, and so right. if she spends more than twenty dollars in one stop. I get a notification yeah. on my phone, yeah. and she can't go over. $200 a month, um, which if she gets anywhere near $200 a month, we're going to have some words, but it is nice to be able to set those parameters. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, I actually use those notifications for all of my spending, um, uh, my company, my personal, um, obviously for our children as well. And I mean, and it's so cool because anytime any purchase is made on any of my credit cards, I get a notification. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That has helped me more than any time because when I have found problems, I've known about them immediately and I've been able to take immediate resolution to them. So, you know, take advantage of those things that are available to you um, to keep tabs on your credit. Uh, you know, obviously we could probably talk for hours and uh you know mr jim brogan brogan is up after us so uh, he's going to continue the financial conversation with you um but you know getting things in order creating a plan creating a roadmap and having accountability with that is absolutely the key uh if you need some help listen give megan a call shoot her uh you can find her at 865 865- Two seven one one six three zero. She is at United Community Bank. You can find them at ucbi.com. And uh, well, they're there to help you no matter what.
Hey, thanks for joining us this morning. We really appreciate you being here. If you've missed part of today's show and you want to, well, hear it back, there's a link on my website. Just go to hissecurity.com and click on the ATH radio tab, or you can find us where you listen to your favorite podcast on Around the House with Scott Brokamp. I hope you find our discussions on personal finance and fitness to be helpful. I'd like to thank Jesse Simonian from CrossFit 865 and Megan Belcher with the United Community Bank for being my guest experts this morning. Around the House is produced by News Talk 98.7 with guest coordination services by B Media Savvy. If there's a topic you'd like to hear, shoot us an email at thehouse at hissecurity.com. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to make this show everything you want it to be. Thanks for joining us for our first day back for the new year. I hope you've had an amazing holiday season and I look forward to a great new year. And I appreciate you and I hope that you spend some quality time around the house today.